Alright everybody, welcome to another episode of the TaylorMade Dogcast. I'm your host Rodney, we're here with Mr. Chris. Hi everyone. Hey. <laughs> and, uh, today we had a requested uh, topic that we can finally start hitting at, and I think it's a good one on the overall of course too, and that is um, picking up like a puppy for your family and picking a dog for your family, <clears throat> and some things to go over and think about, because this is something we have to help people you know guide them through all the time especially with the dogs um that we breed here because they're working lines that's not like the kind of puppy you want if you just want a couch dog you know <clears throat> excuse me um so i guess like what because i've never really thought about this on the overall and, and being specific usually a lot of my questions don't have to <laughs> deal with this so i'm like what would you what would you suggest as like step one if you're when you're thinking about getting a dog um, the question I, I ask everybody kind of when they're, they're coming up to them is I ask them what their goals are. And I think it's really important to, for people to kind of like look forward and say like, here's, here's my future relationship they have imagined in their, eye, in their, in their head with their dog and not to be thinking of their relationship they're going to have with their puppy at eight weeks old, 10 weeks old, 12 weeks old, etc. But like really what they are looking at as a two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight year old dog, they're going to have a lot of years with the dog, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have... A couple months maybe with a puppy yeah and that's gonna be the end of it so you can't really select the, the puppy because it's so cute it's so cuddly it's so you know sweet it's just licking you in the face and <laughs> doing little things that puppies do or look it's so cute when it's chewing on your your pant leg or something like that because that's <laughs> yeah. going to turn into a whole lot more so i think that's the most important thing is kind of un- really truly being honest with yourself about what your lifestyle is mm-hmm. um and what you're wanting the dog for i mean uh so obviously we're kennel here and have a little different thing but um we we have in my opinion kind of extreme opposites and types of dogs other than they're both large (laughs) one's certainly a lot larger than the other but having two different kinds of breeds here um me specifically definitely being much more of a working line german shepherd person only and uh and then liz has saint bernard's yeah and i mean obviously we both have saint bernard's but and we both have working line german shepherds (laughs) yeah yeah she has hers as well but uh, we have these extreme polar opposite temperament personalities, and uh, not necessarily temperaments, but certainly personalities and energy levels and mm-hmm. and things like that. Where the maintenance of a working line German Shepherd and how it lives and what we have them for and and what we're doing with the breed there um, is certainly far different than what it is with the Saint Bernard. Whereas I mean, like a Saint Bernard is going to sleep. <laughs> such a tremendous amount of time I yeah mean, they just they, they, they're literally even when they're active they're not active I mean, yeah they're up and awake and poking at you i mean they're kind of like walking but they mainly stand still like if one stands on you when you're laying down like don't think it's just gonna step on you and step right off like it's gonna stand on you, you know, for a significant <laughs> amount of time press down a lot of it's like an elephant standing it's like on you. Uh, a sudden, car got parked on you that's your new uh, alarm clock right when you what? That's your new alarm clock, yeah, right? No, it's, yeah, it's not really a good one. I mean, I, I to wake up to in the morning, and they get a little excited in the morning. But I mean, it, it, the rest of the day, and they're just extremely uh, slow in mm-hmm. comparison to like having a working line, which is you know German Shepherd, which is just a a nonstop like go 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 dog. And sure, they have their sleeping moments, but I mean, it's not much. And if you move, they wake up. Yep. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, and they're on and you. They, and they, when they wake up, they wake up, mm-hmm. and it's like it's, a, it's such a polar opposite of a of a saint bernard which is the other you know the other breed so yeah um it kind of it kind of works out funny but you have to kind of like you know think about what works for you obviously if a a saint bernard is like your ideal temperament movement speed kind of dog like Mm -hmm. a big cuddle couch potato then um and that's your ideal dog 
then it, are you really wanting to increase that energy level overall to a working line German Shepherd? That's kind of like a, thing, a thought that I want to yeah. make people understand. If you're active, if you want to go out, uh, you hike a lot, you do things, then even at that just that level, not even looking at the work stuff, but just if you're active, then yeah, of course, uh, St. Bernard's going to be a really bad choice for you. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get to the car, and that's going to be about the limit. <laughs> yeah, like, they're they're, they're going to be tired by then, you know? <laughs> And, and yeah, yeah, you're going to get them out of the car, like hopefully at the lake where they just go inside of it a little bit and lay down. Yeah. Like, yeah that's kind of their swimming it. action. It's definitely very shoreline. They don't go out for the ball. Like you throw the ball and they're like, dude, why'd you throw you it going? so far, man? Like, no, they don't even ask that. They just look at you like, like, why did you throw your ball away? Now you have to, now you have to go chase it yourself. Like, they're not going to go get it for you. Yeah. You know, or, or my dog's like beating the crap out of me to get, you mean to throw the ball as far as I possibly yeah. can. Yes. And, yeah. And, and they're going to be out there swimming after boats out there in the lake yeah. or the bay or wherever you are. You know what I mean? Straight like, up. That's kind of their activity. The saints are going to be like, oh, I'll walk in the water. I'll lay down right mm-hmm. here where it's, you know, nice and keeps me cool. And they like to kind of, I wouldn't call it swim, but they like to be in the water. <laughs> like wade. Cool. Yeah, they wade. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, they look like those fishermen on the little floaties, you know? Yeah. Except they yeah. have their own built-in floaties. Good on them. Um, and it's kind of, that's kind of like, that's that's their speed, man, you mm-hmm. know? And they, you have to, so if you want to go to the beach and chuck the dog for the ball or go on a walk or, you know, <laughs> have an exercise buddy, like a saint's not for you. No. And there's a lot of other breeds that are probably not for you that are very similar in, in yeah. speed, per se, and, and uh, or, or overall uh, demeanor, energy level, etc. cetera. Um, it, it reminds me of, um, I remember this person had a bulldog, mm-hmm. like an American bulldog, and they're like, yeah, so I walked him for like two blocks. I'm like... Did he die? Right. right, right, right. <laughs> like, no, but I did have to carry him. I'm like, right. yeah. That sucked, huh? Yeah. It's, ain't light. No, yeah, man. No, it's, um, yeah, it, it's just something that you need to kind of think of. And then mm-hmm. you, you get a lot more detailed, like even specifically picking if you're like, okay, I do want to work in line German Shepherd because I like the ability to have this energy. I, I like the breed. I love the German Shepherd. It's an all around, you know, rock star kind of thing. Um, and, and then you got to kind of get in specific of like, what are your goals there? Like even mm-hmm. if you're saying, okay, I want a German Shepherd. I want to work in line because of all the benefits you have from that. But what specifically do I want from that then and there? Now you're, you're, there's a lot of, um, it's a nuance in comparison from a German Shepherd to a St. Bernard, but German Shepherd to German Shepherd or even litter mates or anything like that. Yeah. Huge they're, difference. They're, there's to me that they're not nuances. I mean, they look like it if you're comparing the other two, but mm-hmm. If you're saying like, you know, what, what your goals are for, yeah, I want to compete in Schutzen, you know what I mean? Or yeah. some dog sport or something like that. Okay. You know, then you're looking at a dog that actually wants to work and has that higher drive level and, and you're selecting a different kind of puppy than you are. But you also have to understand what comes with that. You know, and everybody kind of like thinks they want that, but they're not really sure. I can't tell you how many times I've had people saying like, oh, we're definitely going to be working home. We're going to training. We can't wait. <sighs> yeah. We're so excited. And then, you know, and you're like, all right, I'm going to get you an awesome dog because you're going to be coming to our club. And, they, you know, they show up like a week or two before they get their puppy and they show up, you know, after you tell them you can't go take your puppy to club right away for three, four weeks, five weeks, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then they finally get their dog out and they're out there for a couple of weeks and they start kind of looking at everybody else doing things. And maybe, you know, a lot, there's a huge amount of people that come out to club with their puppy for uh, less than three months. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'll say. And then they go, oh, like. This is a whole lifestyle change. I'm not ready if I want to change everything I do in my life to do this now. There are the opposite where people just do that. They're like, I used to be a lawyer. I, yeah. used, to be, <laughs> yeah. I used to be married. I used to yeah, be, you know I mean? I used to all this stuff. And they're like, the hell with that. I'm a dog person now. Yeah. You know? And then they buy a different car and they get a different wife or husband or whatever. I mean, this is real. Yeah. And, uh, Most definitely. Many times. And um, 
and it's uh it's just kind of it, it either grabs you that way mm-hmm. or and i don't mean you have to go get a different family member, yeah you don't have to. what i'm saying is that you, you either go like all in with this or 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 you sit there and you go you know like uh, you realize like yeah there's a lot more to like this is who you start to become yeah and uh if you do that um and and there's very few people ride the middle of the road in it you know what i mean is yeah. like it, they kind of do they it. sometimes do it. Yeah, you, yeah you find yourself pretty deep in it or you or just you, say, don't. you just have like, yourself no, a you monster know, i think home. i like to be a pet and then you're like dealing with this kind of a pet yeah you know what i mean yeah, you, dog, you're, you're t- my example i love to give like my favorite thing is mm-hmm. like you're taking this formula one race car and turning mm-hmm. it into a minivan mm-hmm. i'm like why why are you doing that yeah, like why right. are you making this formula one race car go get groceries like it doesn't do that. it's a one-seater yeah and you have to take the steering wheel off to get inside you know what i mean yeah like, you have to hop like, in like a yeah, duke of hazard like, this is crazy like, mm-hmm. why are you doing this to a, a formula one race car and then the converse you know you, you, you get people that come all the time with like the st bernard but it's not really St. Bernard, it's a German Shepherd, kind of in the clothing of a German yeah. Shepherd, but it's really a St. Bernard, and and uh, or something like that. Mm-hmm. That kind of does it, and they're like, "I want my minivan to race," and you're yeah. like, "You're like those kids that were 18 and try to turn that Honda Accord into an actual fast car." For sure, like, Dino Honda lovers, they yes. have race cars yes. too. Yes. Yes. We get it, but you dropped like half a million dollars on turning a Civic into a Porsche. You could have just bought the Porsche. You know what I mean? It's like, why did you do that? I, I just, I never, I just can't understand why no. people like turn their, their, uh, econo cars into a, into a race car. It doesn't make sense. No. Anyway. Um, I'm not car enough. To yeah. Like... They're like, I can't afford anything more than the <laughs> yeah. Civic. Uh, so I bought a, you know, $4,000 Civic and then mm-hmm. I dropped, you know, 40,000 into it to make it faster. Yes. And I'm like, why? You know? I had a friend, um, a while ago he was a photographer we all have <laughs> well, he, he was, right. yeah right who did this yeah. but he was he was a photographer he worked at, he even did the fifa one of the years uh, or okay. excuse me the yeah. um the world cup okay and yeah. germany actually we went okay. to germany yeah and so he made Belt awesome he did great right put all that money into a car put all that money into a car. <laughs> and then remember yep. the rain big contract shooting photography yes took all that money and, and paid for rims because those are like do you the most when, effective thing to buy for a car. Do you remember when uh, Lakeside flooded? That's yes. Yeah. Yes. What? Guess whose car flooded? Yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> Just it was under half a thing, dude. Yeah. Oh my when, god. When you spend stupid money, you you get stupid prizes. Out yeah. Of yeah. It. Right. Kind of like play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Yes. But yeah. It, but it's to me, it's kind of the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you really, really need to kind of say like, this is what I want to do, and 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 then the other thing you have to understand is you're doing it for yourself. You know, if you are deciding to say, hey, I want to get in the work stuff, I want to do this. It's what, not, do you, what do you mean? Uh, what I mean is, like, this is why your dog loves it. Uh-huh. Your dog, if you have that dog that loves it, then you have it. And you are doing it while your dog loves it. You're still doing it for you. Mm. Like, that, that's something that needs to be really understood that people say, like, well, I want to do it because my dog loves it. I'm like, your dog loves going to the bay or the lake or wherever. Mm-hmm. And you throw in the ball into the water. Loves that. And it doesn't have to sit down, stand revere send out <laughs> yeah. retrieve all these other other than retrieve the ball bring it back you do it again this is great like, yep. it doesn't take long to teach a dog to do that no. not one of these anyways like i don't think i've ever spent any real time teaching a dog to go get that one come get this one yeah go get it again you know what i mean like it uh, it's pretty simple um and if you want to learn more about that and you just can't figure out Fetch and bring the dog the ball back. There's, there's some really easy tips we can give you. But Ooh, that's the next one. Yeah, send it we'll, in. We'll YouTube uh, no, that one. That's a literally an, 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 a, a one minute podcast, so we're not doing that. One. No, no, I'll you just shoot it on, in, I'll, but I'll anyway. on YouTube, dude. I'll make that video, a two ball game. Yeah, Done. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but yeah, there's a 
there there's there's not a lot there's that, that's what your dog loves to do and loves to enjoy and you mm-hmm. can go hiking with it you can do it those are all things the dogs love to do without any of the pressures of you have to do this you have to do that there's points there's and you getting so you do it because you're competitive and you want to do that yeah your dog does it because it thinks it's freaking great um but no more than going to dog diving i get you jumping in the you know lake or pond or it's, even dog diving is like competitive version of fun yeah, yeah you know what i mean it, like, it's uh, competitive fetch yeah and that's, <laughs> uh, that's essentially what it is so yeah. it's still cool don't get me wrong right mm. obviously we do all these things and, yeah. and, and love all these things we do it though but i have to explain to people we do it for us that's like why i went out and spent a ridiculous amount of money buying a dog that can do it you know what yeah I mean? yeah like uh i don't uh, i don't uh, uh i buy a dog that can do what i want to do I don't have a dog and they go, oh, you know what I'd like to do is mm. fill in the blank. And so and while they like to do the work and they definitely need to have training, like if you have a working line, yes. shepherd, no matter if it's the laziest duddy dud dog or like the most psycho working dog. Yeah. And I mean that in an affectionate way, psycho. Yes, um, yes, the good cycle. But right, uh, no matter what, they, they're going to need training. Like there's, there's no... There's no avoiding that. Like, expect to go into it hmm. to get training. Don't like, expect to go into it and just be like, oh, it's fine. My last dog was a German Shepherd also, and it's fine. I'm like, yeah, don't come here thinking your last dog's the same dog no, as this one here. That's the biggest like, thing like, ever. Right. I'm going to yell I that out right now. You're last... my whole life. I'm like, not these. <laughs> your last you know dog I mean? is not this dog. <laughs> yeah, right. Not, not, I mean, obviously, there's people out there that have had working line German Shepherds, actual real working line German Shepherds. Yeah. But there's a whole lot of people that come here saying, like, I've had German Shepherds my whole life, and I've just adored yours from Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then we want one of those. And I'm like, okay. okay. <laughs> not the, like, your last dog could use training. Mm-hmm. This one has to have training. I'm not saying because they're a good dog, bad dog. I'm saying that's because it's, they it's need like, that yep, why are you not racing your Formula One race car? It's not good for taking your kids to school. Yeah. It, it can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But you're going to have to drive it fast. You have to drive it fast. Yeah. You, it, there's a Ford versus Ferrari movie when the guy chews him out when he comes into the garage and he's like, what's wrong with my car? My car's not doing this because you're driving it like a sissy. You yeah, say yeah. that word exactly. Word, word, word. More extreme. You know, and he, he told the guy he was essentially a little little wimp. Yeah. A different word behind instead of wimp. Good sensor. And, uh, yes, exactly. Good job, like man. That. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and I was like, yes. I mean, you get, that's with our dogs, same thing. Same it's thing. like, you don't, you don't just have to kind of drive. You got to drive it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And and I, I think that's kind of, um, and I'm not saying all of these are working monsters or anything like that. There's some mm-hmm. of them definitely can fill in as pet dogs and, yeah. and be good pets, but they're going to need training for that as well. And otherwise they're going to eat your everything fruit tree orchard, which I'm literally saying that off an experience when I had sold a dog like 10 years ago. Yeah. And I, and I told him, I used to tell people like horror stories. Like I, I would like tell them all this stuff like crazy for like three hours if you don't want on this dog and if they're still there going like i still want this dog i was like okay fine i'll sell you this dog. yeah that's you know pretty fair I mean? yeah that was way i used to do it and um i really should still do it again <laughs> but i know but uh but i but i would i would tell people like this is all the things and one of them might you know i was telling them they told me about their their acreage that they had they had a couple acres and they had like a big fruit orchard in their backyard their back 40 whatever it was only a couple acres but it they had all these like mature fruit trees and they're all like trimmed up and pruned up and uh, and the guy was an air traffic controller Oh, so he's never and there. So he was there, gone like 12, 14 hours a day. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, and he's like, yeah, I think they'll be fine. There's plenty of shade. It's towards the coast. It's nice. Like, the weather's always like good. And I was like, okay, that's good. I mean, you're going to leave plenty of water. But I'm going to tell you, like, they're going to get bored and tear some stuff up. So expect to, like, repair some sprinkler heads and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, this dude was gone. He ended up having, like, this big overtime shift. And he was gone, like, 16 hours or something like that. Came back 
obviously out of the water. The dog was healthy and safe and fine, and yeah, all that yeah. stuff was fine. But he literally like chopped down mature citrus trees, avocado trees, like 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 a beaver. What? Right through hacked. I mean, these are like six inch, eight inch, ten inch yeah. thick tree trunks, and he just sawed them all. Like what? there was several trees down in the yard. Like he just mowed them down. Holes everywhere. He got pissed. I mean, this is, a, this is a, a still a young dog. He's about a year old, but oh he, was, he was mad. He was definitely a dog that needed to come. Anyway, I got that dog back. Okay, um, that was great. <laughs> Turned out he stayed with me this whole entire life after oh, that. Oh, right. But um, you know, w- wonderful dog Billy. Billy. But anyhow, he uh, uh-huh. he he ate he ate a guy's orchard. Nice. And, um, so they'll do that. They were like a, actually, I think they lived in like Beverly Hills. Oh, uh, yeah. Right? I think he was. And he had like a whole back hillside thing that was full of it, and he just destroyed. Just it all. gone. <laughs> yeah. He came back. That's pretty impressive. Pretty quick. I think he was actually like eight months old. And he wasn't even that old. He wow. was still pretty young. But um, yeah, he, he moved that place down. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he, and that's the thing about him is he wasn't, Billy wasn't a psycho working dog. I worked on my title. He wasn't like a a big competition dog. Yeah, yeah. He, means. he was a club level dog. He wasn't wasn't anything beyond that. Um, but, but, you know, that's just something that, you know, I think a lot of people need to kind of go in with is like, yeah, these, these, these are a very active child, and if mm-hmm. you leave them unattended, they're going to, you know, do things that are that are not going to be great. And you just you have to really kind of contemplate your goals. You have to, you know, I, the the old Tomism <laughs> that that I use all, all, all the time is uh, you know maintenance of your dog is just as or in this case even more important than even the training of your dog. But mm-hmm. training is an absolute. So like how you maintain them is incredibly important. Yeah. Um, and these are just things that, you know, I think people should, I'm not trying to like terrorize people into buying a, a, a working line German Shepherd because you will all say this, you will never have a relationship the same with any other kind of dog the same mm-hmm. as you will with the dog you work with. Um, that's just impossible. You'll never gain a relationship like you will. It's, it's extraordinary. It's not like any other pet you've had before or anything like that you've had before. There's a, there's a actual, uh, um, you know, a, a actual relationship that you have. You, it's, it's a very tangible relationship that, yeah. that you have a dog that if you significantly work with. Maybe um, that's why the obsession in the community is so much like stronger. Like I've seen, like it is. when I first yeah. started with you, I remember you had um, a seminar mm-hmm. and we were invited to come, you know, watch and listen. And yeah, pick up the, yeah, I was yeah. dude. I love that seminar, yeah, but great. I'm standing out there. It's like 40 degrees and like raining. Yeah. And there and I was like, wow, they're probably not going to do this very long. These are all yeah. like some like 60-year-old ladies yeah. and like some random people and nah. stuff. No, 8 nah. to 10 hours later, still yeah. going. Still going stoked. strong, still wanting more. I was like, stoked on it. Who Didn't are care. these people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, the the desire to get the opportunity for good work is is a mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the explanation I, you know, I try to give people is like, you know, come by here on on like a Friday. Mm-hmm. And I start the day, you know, six, whatever the hell, starts getting up and throwing dogs outside five thirty in the morning. Yeah, six o'clock in the morning, and then and then notice that we end our day. I'd like that er, a really early day on a Friday would be eleven o'clock. Yeah, after the, if the club really gets done like that early, that's uh, pretty crazy. Like, like you know, we did some training last night. You know, it was eleven, eleven thirty ish in that time zone when we came back up the house, and people were like, "Cool, I'll be here tomorrow. We're tracking tomorrow morning at six thirty, and we'll be over here at eight for retrieves." And I'm like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, you still have an hour. Some of these, the ones that were saying, like, Cynthia was telling me that. She oh, got yeah. an hour and 20 minute drive home and back here again. So I was like, so it's 1139, 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. You're in bed at 1, 2, 1, 30, 2 o'clock. Wait, the no. time you finally get to sleep, you're going to get up at what time to be down here at 630? Yeah. You know, you're gonna, if you, you just got up and threw a hat on and rolled, 
you know, you're getting up at five in the morning. I was like, cool. So you had three hours sleep maximum. And then you go and do it all over again. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's, it's just kind of, it's the passion of the people that they they get, you get into it and then you you do it, man. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have a question. I think in the next day. um, Do you have like, or what do you think would be good tips to help? people who are not necessarily looking for that working line, but they're looking for the right pet for them, like good tips to, to check temperament, to check um, like energy yeah. and see like, okay, is this actually be good? And then in this, and the flip of that too, like what are bad, you know, like bad ways to try to look at trying oh, to get man. your dog. Lynn, Lynn told me one the other day. Yeah. Cracked me up. She said she had a guy looking at puppies. This was years ago. And he said they had it up on the couch and she's petting it. And the guy and the dog was just laying there, you know, and he's petting it. And he sees it just reaches behind the dog's butt and pushes it off the couch. Just to see how we would react, and she like lost her business on him, you know, like oh my god, broken puppy's legs, getting yeah. You know, so don't do stupid stuff like that. Don't try to test the toughness of the dog by pushing it off a couch or any other dumb thing like that. Like if I if I would, I was like, Lord, I'm I'm so glad that didn't happen to me because I'd be in jail. <laughs> yeah, you know dude, I mean? like that. Great, now I got prison sentence. Thanks for that, guy. You know, <laughs> not only did you hurt my puppy, you also put me in prison for however many years because I'm gonna handle my business in a certain way. That you <laughs> handle my puppy that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and uh, I'm like, man, I've stayed out of jail all this time now. Anyway, right. um, yeah. So, but uh, that's uh, that's something that uh, that's the wrong way to go about it. Yeah, there's a lot of there's plenty of wrong ways. So don't try to test your puppy's toughness or whatever by doing things mm-hmm. like that. Um, the biggest thing I would say for people, like a hot tip kind of thing, yeah. and by the way, I'm not trying to push people away from a working line German Shepherd as a pet even. Mm-mm. like You just have to think if, if your lifestyle is active, then you're going to want a dog that can be active. So yeah, yeah. there you go with a working line, right? Just be prepared to mentally and physically stimulate them. Um, anyhow, uh, um, but you know things, the big, like a huge tip I'd say, you know, before really getting it okay we do things a lot different than other people do as well we really get into people's goals and what they want for a dog and then we don't say like come pick out of the eight puppies and pick no. you know you have the fourth pick or third pick or second there's no picks in our, in our <laughs> like language. a draft <laughs> right. yeah we don't have first pick second pick third i got pick of the litter no you got not you know Mm-mm. there's really no such thing because there's so many it's goal oriented you don't know what if you're talking like what whose pick of the litter is it my pick of the litter because mine's going to be different than somebody else's yeah. per se what i'm looking for um so you really are kind of looking for it. Let your, if you have a good breeder, an experienced breeder that actually knows what the heck they're talking about, like what we do, we, we do not allow picks. We tell people like here, we allow, we tell them, ask them what they want. And then we tell them what we have. Mm-hmm. And so if they say like, yeah, I'm looking for one that definitely has work. And then we say, yeah, we have three puppies here and none of them really have great working drive. They're okay or whatever. Yeah. Like they have drive, but then I don't think they're going to be a monster at this phase. I mean, you're also six, seven, eight weeks old. You don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know we, we kind of select it that way or yeah we have this is a fantastic working product then we're also going to like say okay how serious is this person like mm-hmm. we're going to try to evaluate that as best we can yeah, yeah but again back to my stories of i've had every single litter we have people say i'm gonna work it and one out of five Maybe. comes and really does anything yeah uh, and then stays with it that's yeah. even less and then um, but then at the same time, I've had people that I looked at and I was like, no way. Never seen them yeah, again. Trevor right? is like the best example I can even think of. Yeah, in my yeah. Life is, you know, meeting his family and I'm like, awesome family. I mean, he's so good for one of my, I'm so happy with this, you know, Marine Corps colonel, retired pilot, you know, mm. awesome mom, dad, the family, the, the two sons, one was still in high school. He's now at the Naval Academy about, about to graduate, I think. Oh, and, and then Trevor, obviously, you know, uh, 
soon to be hopefully Captain Trevor, by the way. Nice. Uh, in the Marine Corps, uh, in the infantry. But at the time, he was at San Diego State as a senior in college. And I'm looking at this party hardy dude, you know? And I'm yeah. like, and I'm, like, I'm not even getting joking. Like, this guy was like, you just took one look at him and like, oh, yeah, this kid's a typical san diego state you yeah student right here like yeah exactly like, pumping in the air yeah, by the way I, alma mater like, what up i've gone to like pick him up once and showed up to a party with like four or five hundred people at this little teeny <laughs> house i was like what the hell i had to park two miles away you know yeah. just to get there i mean san diego state's a serious party just, school, that's just but, a friday yeah it was just normal well, it was a friday it was like it was a wednesday, wednesday. yeah, yeah dude, let's be real it was insane i was like what the hell and um but yeah so i, I took one look at these people and i was like oh you're getting hammered you know like this little fluffy puppy i had he's mm-hmm. cute as hell but he's totally stable i totally read it like this is these this and oh yeah and dad's like oh yeah trevor's gonna come out and work i'm like yeah sure he is dad you know what i mean yeah. like right, right scott I'm, I'm believing that 100 percent. yeah and he's like oh yeah he's, he's gonna do that i'm like sure he is this little you know this part of get over here. he's sober right now yeah <laughs> two days later probably you know what i mean like like i'm like yeah. there's just no way and uh and and then you know sure enough he showed up when he could and and he even got yelled at by a former club member, not not one anymore, you know, about showing up with his puppy and tried to get chased off about half a dozen times in the first two hours. <laughs> and uh, and he just kept coming. Yeah, and man. he kept coming. And he tied all that down and took him to regional championships and everything else. And I was like, no way. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Dude. I was like, man, I had so many other dogs I would have given if I could have predicted that. So mm. sometimes your breeder sucks like I did that day. And <laughs> didn't. But hey, he, he... They got the right dog yeah, for him, man. Shuts and three, or whatever we call it, man. Shuts and three dog and... Uh, and uh, went, you know, gone to regional championships, and he titled the other dog. He, he got, got a three a with him. Fem- he did. Dang. And he got he got a much uh, the female Khaleesi later on uh, was definitely a more a pick more for work at that point in time. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. clearly proven himself, and uh, you know did fantastic helper work, and I mean uh, all, all the stuff. Yeah. So like uh, I, by the time I met him, I wouldn't have known that was the start. Right. By the time you met mm-hmm. him, that guy was a dog. He was just a legit. Yeah, yeah, I was just learning and, from uh, him. Yep. Yeah, so, um, but I, I you know. That's that's just how that's oh, just how it kind of that's how it goes. You don't you don't. It's really hard mm-hmm. to predict when people show up if they're actually seriously gonna be working people or not. So and like, the tip and is, they don't even know they are until they're a month into it. Yeah. But anyway, um, so so things that you know, obviously the the biggest thing I'd still say is trust your breeder, even though we can make mistakes like that. Totally. Well, humans, you know. He's still got a great dog. He's still got a dog that that you know worked. It wasn't anything like that. Gave him a total pet dud or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um. But, uh, but like, that's the biggest thing I'd say is like, trust your breeder. Also, your first dog is, you know, if you're going to work, it's going to be a huge learning curve anyway. So, yeah. Uh, to get a Gordon kind of dog and your first dog would be, I mean, geez, you, it, it, it was awfully very nice to have that relationship with a dog anytime. Yeah. yeah. But, or, or have a relationship with a dog like that anytime. But, boy, I even look at, when I, I like, I wish I had him now, kind of versus when I had him then, and, and I'll so, probably say that ten years from now again. Yep, you know? yep, yep. And uh, and and uh, but that's that's just kind of the the you know, the thing with with dogs. Anyhow, like the biggest thing I'd say is kind of trust your breeder. Tell them your goals as much mm-hmm. as you possibly can. You know, when you're looking at them, I would try to get looks on them. If you are just looking at them, I'd try to get looks on them um, multiple times because sometimes you're going to go and they're going to be sleepy mode, and then one yeah. day to the next is totally different. Um, I think it's funny when you hear like confirmation judges evaluating like the three to six month class. They're like, today, this dog shows <laughs> like that. But, you know, three days from now or a week from now, or two, you're going to look at a completely different dog. And um, um, confirmation, by the way, is like the judging com- of like the conformation. Conformation. Uh, yeah, did, did I do it? No, no, no. I was just All right, cool. It. I was yeah. like, I thought I did it. But um, that's like judging of uh, the like 
the breed quality. The breed quality yeah. and physical it's of the, the dog. It's the complete, yes. Yeah, the yeah. physical or aesthetic side behind the dog. Just to give you the, just the definition real fast for those yeah. who don't got it. So what, what do you have tips for people, though, who want to, like, adopt? Not to, like, because, I mean, I know we push because we have our dogs and they're really well bred, but. If they want to adopt a dog? Yeah. Like, going into the shelter and adopting a dog? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and not necessarily I mean, for work. Again, just for, like, your life. And yep. So, first and foremost, so, your goals is, yeah, is there. Yeah, temperament's a huge thing. Yeah. You know, the, the, the thing I think a lot of people don't take into account when they go into adopting is that is that just because just because you're adopting or whatever doesn't mean you're necessarily having to take on a tremendous problem um and don't feel like because somebody else dumped their problems it now needs to be your responsibility to have those problems you know what i mean well, no what uh, do you mean so um get a dog that's not going to become more of a problem for your life as well gotcha. like, I, I know you're trying to do the best you can by saving dogs and you know i want to say the toughest case i'm like eh by going in there and getting a dog and taking that out of the stress of of uh you know uh, the county or whoever you're getting it from hands like you're ready relieving stress on them you're ready doing a lot by just taking one out yeah. and giving that space um you're giving that other dog that didn't really have a chance more of a chance still it's a trickle down it's a ripple effect whenever you do adopt that way um, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a valid thing. I don't tell people that it's, it's always something they have to do, but, um, you know, cause I, I, I see both ends of it, you know, the, 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 the um, misnomerous, you know, Oh, adopt, don't shop kind of thing. And I'm like, it depends if you're really looking for something specifically, like you're never going to find a dog like ours and, and you're just not going to be no. very successful going to the county and seeing if you're going to pull a dog out of there for, for, for that type of thing, and, and really responsible breeders, their dogs don't end up in the in the shelter. They just that's just not where they go. Or if they do, it's very very temporary, and they're in there to get them out quickly. Yep. And um and they're being responsible for it. They're not they're not part of the problem. Um, they're actually I think in my in my opinion very much part of the answer by finding you know a way out for people who are. I think the best thing to have happen is those like backyard breeders or something like that. Whoever created a, a litter that definitely shouldn't have been treated, created a litter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking for as much punishment for them as possible. And then we clarify what I mean by that. Um, yeah, I was like, oh. it, yeah, no, <laughs> but, but I mean, I don't want it to be easy on them. I yeah. don't want them to say like, oh, I was able to just dump these dogs on the pound and then they had to, you know, get them all out and, and they had a, they had a, I don't want them to have an easy way out of it. Okay. I'm like you made this tremendous mistake. I want you to have the understanding that this was a tremendous mistake. And so that you never try to do this again. You want like doggy child support? Yeah, I think these people get off so easy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like they get, they can dump a bunch of dogs and then they, they hey, I mean, some of these people that do this, if they make 500 bucks, they're happy off yeah. a whole litter, you know? But I mean, like, you know, they don't care as long as they made these puppies and they got to keep the one they wanted or something like that. And, uh, and it's, it's, uh, like, I don't think they should get off easy okay. for, for irresponsibly breeding. Uh, they really shouldn't. And I think a, a lot of times a rescue or an animal shelter is an easy way out for a lot of them. Don't get me wrong. They're very needed. Yeah, out. yeah. It's not a shelter thing. I, I don't think it should be on the person that was doing the, doing the crime, if you will, for making that litter that they shouldn't have done. Like now you're, you know, because the only thing that's getting punished is people who are actually doing something for the breed and really being responsible for the breed and trying to create things for the breed. Um, mm. uh, 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 breeders get a bad rap in that sense. Oh, you're you're flooding that. You know, we don't have enough people for animal. I'm like nobody that's going to look for a dog from us is looking. In the, in the, I mean, no. they're not looking that's not what they're it's looking a, for it's a very specific yep. thing and, and there's plenty of people that will go out there if you had the right thing mm-hmm. but if, if nobody, the reason people don't want to go into that shelter is they don't want to 
adopt a problem. And, yeah. you know, I'm not going in there to create a bigger problem. And I would, I would still say, you know, that's still, that still sounds almost cold to say, like, that's still the route you have to take when you go in there. You have to find that gem that's in there that's got this great open temper that comes right up to you when they're behind the bars, you know, or whatever in that thing. And they're, they want to be open with you. They want to be loving to you. But then you also have to say to yourself the same things I said to my, you know, about is this dog, this breed, or maybe a mix or whatever, but is this dog going to fit my lifestyle? Is this yeah. going to be an active fit? And if you're just giving it, if it's not fair to give them a home when it's not that either. You yeah. know what I mean? So you go there and go, oh, I'm going to get a bulldog because they don't you know, do well and they're overfilling. I'm like, yeah, but this dog isn't, this dog doesn't want to go on, you know, backpacking trips in the Sierras and, nah. you know, 12,000 foot elevation. Unless you're carrying them. Yeah. Right, <laughs> you don't want to do, it. and um, so it's not fair to that dog that you do that. Let yeah. the next person kind of come along for that, and they will. If it's got a good temperament, they will come along for it. Yeah. If it doesn't, that's going to be a hard road for that dog as it is. And uh, and there are people in groups that work specifically with dogs like that, and I I often tell people to let those groups do those things. Don't try to be the hero and rescue this dog that's got a you know. Uh, propensity to bite and he's growling at you in the kennel and he's unsure about you and he's uneasy and you think I'm going to do the you know I'm going to do the thing where I build his trust and yeah. crap like they've seen too many Disney movies or whatever yeah. that's come that way. <laughs> um, like that's possible mm-hmm. um, that, that you can do that but I mean are you going to now you're really turning yourself into a dog trainer mm-hmm. now you're really dedicating yourself you're to like, stuff you're yo. not just doing it like, hey, I'm going to come out to club on Tuesdays and Fridays and Saturdays, you know? Nope. And I was like, now you're living it 24-7. 24-7, yep. yep. All the freaking time. And you're dog training all the time. That's and it's just I, to uh, keep your dog without, to not eat you or your kids or your neighbor or your cat or, all or everything above. else. Yeah. Yep. And become a problem and cause you a lawsuit and cause you all kinds of other yeah. issues. So That's what I tell people all the time when I've met those dogs. I'm like, look, you're going to be... Hard do- for us. Dude, first and foremost. Second, I'm like, you're going to be working with this forever. Yeah. There's no magic. I didn't like any boring training yeah. or just lessons. I'm like, there's no, no. magic here. No. I showed not. you the tips because yeah. these are what you're going to be doing every day forever. This is a discipline yeah. in your life. That's why almost it's... every time I start with any client, that's one of the first lessons I want you to understand. Like, you are starting a discipline. Yeah. Which is why you need to accept that mentally because yeah. disciplines aren't easy. Group class with your, you know, happy golden retriever, not knocking them, the great no. dogs, but still discipline. Right. If you're there, sure. It is. Obviously, you don't have to have this like constant. It's not every dog you have to have this constant. No. You know, but these dogs that we're talking about right here that you're talking talking about doing that, that is a 24-7 on point. You mess up, they eat you up. Mm-hmm. They mess up something else. They mess up someone else. They and uh, Or they kill them. And, uh, yeah. and, it, and it goes the same way to that dog as well. And so that, that can be, it can be a much more serious thing than people think. You know, a lot of... A lot of dogs out there are still physiological apex predators, yeah. and um, and you're bringing that in your home. And if it's not stable, you're bringing that in your home. Yeah. So kind of like keep that clear in mind. Um, you know, that's a kind of thing when you're evaluating all temperaments. Really, even when you're going to see puppies, you see one that's unsure and easy. Mm-hmm. You know, think, oh, it's just shy. Well, I'm like, yeah, just shy turns into a whole lot of what would that not like so positive thing look like if you were describing like? Yeah, the dog doesn't want to like come up to you and say hello. The dog's mm-hmm. not like. R- you know, running up to say hi, everybody. You know, he's kind of like in the back hiding. And like, I'm not talking about the one that's aloof to you and doesn't care and rather yeah, chase yeah. the soccer drag around the curtains or something. No, I'm he's not very aware that. of you, and this yeah, is his response. Dogging when he's aware of you and he wants to go away from you. Mm-hmm. And, and that sometimes is a tired dog. Yeah, you know, I'm yeah. trying to take a nap now. Y'all been interrupting me. I haven't slept in six hours. Mm-hmm. Which that's speaks crazy. to the whole coming back to visit thing, right. which is that's cool. That's what it's a, you should see them multiple times. Yeah. There's also you know hormonal phases. Believe it or not, dogs have them too. Yeah, man. And uh, and they have them much more spiked, and they have them much more often versus like growth phase like humans. 
um, because it's much more rapid. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, you know, it's a good idea to come back and see him multiple times before establishing a actual opinion on that's why i preach so hard that you should really if you if you can get a really good breeder that really cares about where their dogs go and really can pay attention to that that's the opinion you need to trust more than anything yeah like that that's your number one source by far of information is the person that's been spending the time with them for the last eight weeks yeah and, um, that makes a lot of sense so you gotta and, and knows what they did when they made the breeding to begin with. Like mm-hmm. a good breeder knows what they were, ex- they have an expectation of what they are creating when they put the two together. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, uh, 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 obviously see what they have the, uh, the puppies in front of them for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. They can see how they respond and react to certain things. And I mean, a, a good breeder is even noticing how they react when they're just cleaning poop out of the shavings that they're yeah. playing. And you know what I mean? Like, Hey, this dog's really afraid of this rake. Yeah. Uh, so it, you, you haven't, inside to a nerve issue there you know? in the same tense would you would you i mean not so obviously to the same extent but would then i would like if i am going to adopt because again i just want to incorporate everybody's mm-hmm. like spectrum here well i think then paying attention to what like techs or you know shelter workers or volunteers are saying about the dog is also pretty important yeah um to a degree so, yeah depending um, on how long yeah they haven't spent a ton of time with them and that rotates around and then somebody's yeah. gonna have a shift with them but i mean the definite things i would pay attention to is if they said they showed aggression towards them in certain ways yeah. Um, that being said, I've I've spoken to some before that are like they said, oh, this dog's showing serious aggression, and they take the dog. I'm like, are you serious? Like, it's a service dog prospect. Like, I mean, where? I'm dead serious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're just like, he's just jumped up at me and it was very active and it was like in a very aggressive way. I'm like, you mean he really was happy to see you instead of alone? They're like, yeah, but it jumped on me. I'm like, yeah. They'll jump on you if you haven't taught him not to jump on. That's a very <laughs> hello way. You know, it's a very okay thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, mm-hmm. so, I mean, yes, to a point you have to take it with a grain of salt, but obviously if you're saying like, you tried to snap at me, a bit at me, growl at me, Caught et cetera, et cetera, these yeah. are things that you want to kind of pay attention to. Totes. Um, but I always just kind of like want to see what their initial reaction is when I just walk up to the gate and say like, hello puppy. And I bend down there and say hello. And I want to see if they come running up and all excited and, mm-hmm. you know, they got, uh, uh, spirit fingers going, <laughs> spirit paws, you know, like, ah, they're, 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 around they're butts turning into like a fish, you know, they're yeah. flopping around back and forth. They the whole head, body with the wag. Whole body's wiggling everywhere mm. and their head's all bobbling around everywhere and they're super excited to see me. Okay, that's what I want to see. It's super open. Ty picked um, my puppy. Right, and the one that's like growling and arced up and curled in, in the catty corner opposite end of the you know, the kennel from where you are, mm. that's the other end of the spectrum that, you know, that's the obvious one you want to avoid. And then you kind of have to evaluate everything in between. Yeah. And, uh, and then you can kind of push them for certain things to see if they're going to respond to them, like certain stressors and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Just kind of see how they are. And I was thinking too, um, so like if we wanted to give people some notes about like, okay, let's say you're, you want to pick, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you have your goal, you picked your dog and, or maybe, you just have your goal, you haven't necessarily picked your dog and you're working with like a puppy, what kind of things you should be looking for if you're trying to get like a service dog out of your out of your puppy or if you're trying to get like a working dog or if you just want a happy pet? Like, you know, like what are like the differences Auto- you would look for? Yeah. Automatically, you know, people think like with a service dog, I'll talk about that one first. Yeah. Is a, I think they want like a dud or calmer dog and you actually need to have some working drive depending on the service work you need. I'm mean, okay. talking about... PTSD work and things of that sort. Like emotional support. Yeah, yeah, emotional, you know, ESA. But you need a, um, a you know, then a calmer disposition is fine. That yeah. It works okay. Um, it doesn't mean you don't want a working beast per se <laughs> for, let's say, a, a task-oriented service dog. Um, 
because that's going to drive you crazy. You're gonna, you know, yank the wheelchair over, yeah. run through the, the uh, glass doors at the Nordstrom instead of open them by pressing the <laughs> handicap button. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, for sure. The, the, <laughs> shatter the wall. You, know, you don't need that. I think there was a great like parody uh, video they did with this dog. They were trying to teach it to be a service dog. It was like their, it was their working dog, but it was oh, really? I can't remember who did it. But they did this huge. It was great because they kept on showing like this dog. This sort of dog. They had like the person in the wheelchair. And they yanked it over on the side <laughs> and like drug him across the floor. This is all in training. So yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the the, the uh, trainer wasn't injured, but they were like laughing. They didn't think it's hysterical. They're, like stay in your spot, and the dog is like standing on top of the on top of the platform they were having and he's just barking the whole time. <laughs> and trying to get all oh, the other dogs are all sitting around perfect like looking at him like this dog's an idiot you know yeah and uh, and everything they had him do like jump up and touch the button he just jumps up and smashes the wall and, like everything falls down you know <laughs> he's like trashed the whole place it was hilarious you know it was, it was like good. obviously too much dog you know yeah like, yeah you didn't make it through our program but it was it was the working dog yeah but i sure. mean but you also can't have a complete dud for a task oriented dog. Like mm-hmm. they have to be motivated for certain things. So you, you want a balanced drive, but you also have one that can be calm, like yeah. a significant off switch. I find those but to be pretty tricky to find, man. Those are very like, tricky yeah, to find. That's, that's, the, that's one of the hardest things to find in the, yeah. in the world there is. Like to have a dog that has an off switch that can be a good, calm dog, but also can turn on and work and do things when you ask them to do that. Mm-hmm. That's no joke. And enjoy it. Right. To have <laughs> drive, but not necessarily energy. Yeah. Freak. I mean, that's like, yeah. that's very difficult to find. Um, and then not too much drive where they're like still kind of I would take you out. psycho yeah so you have to kind of like find this cool balance um uh for a dog like that but they still have to have drive um what was the other one like pet dog yeah um yeah and it just it's it doesn't mean you don't want a dog that doesn't have drive you want people get grumpy they're like oh i got this dog and i want it as a pet but he won't even play fetch i'm like well because they even want to have no drive you yeah. know what i mean like didn't get the ball. Didn't care about the ball. Dang, we're um, really fleshing out how good this goal thing is. Right. So you, exactly, <laughs> yeah. you, have, to, you have to really yeah. kind of like orient yourself with what you want. Mm-hmm. And then just, it's really just a quantity thing. Like how much is too much? How much is not enough? Okay. And, and, and that's kind of what you want to do. And again, the, the number one source you have is your breeder to talk to and the people that are there to talk to to kind of mm-hmm. make that selection. If you're going to the shelter, usually the, you're not getting a you know eight week old puppy. Typically, sometimes yeah. you can, but uh, you know I would say go out to one of their play areas. They usually have set up the meet and greet areas and like mm-hmm. bring a ball, like play, see if it wants to do that. If That's you a good want one. a dog like that, yeah. You know I always kind of try to like really interact with the dog as much as I possible can when I've done it. And I've taken a significant number of dogs out of the out of animal control mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, rehomed and other things like that, but. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a very important thing to just interact with them as much as possible and you know talk to them as much as you can. For mm-hmm. me, obviously, uh, I don't I can read the dog fine. It's not this is my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Surrounded with, so I'm gonna go out go about it differently than other people are. Like mm-hmm. the people, I think you should ask a lot of questions from them. For me, I I go in and I I. I'm almost the opposite. I don't actually really want to hear from what people have to say because totally. I want to formulate my own opinion. Um, I mean, it's fine if they tell me now. I, I really don't. I don't care either way, but um, I'm going to formulate my own opinion on it one yeah. way or another and, and read the dog one way or another. Um, but I'll do that with working dogs or anything else. Um, somebody can tell me, it's the greatest dog in the world. You've never seen such a thing. I'm like, oh, and that's why you're selling it. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. um, you know what I mean? So I, I, I always kind of go. Or I think I, of, um... Yeah, I go with my own my own thing. They could tell me whatever they want. I'm going to go find out for myself. This is like good to point out like my dog and how you interacted with him because I got Mattis, my pit bull, mm-hmm. from you. And uh, it's because you guys saw him being sold on Craigslist, and you knew the breeder, and you're like, "That's actually a pretty good dog. Like, let's go check him out." And then yeah, we knew the stud off of it. Yeah, um, yeah, um, but yeah, and I mean, when we, you know, that was 
that was a, a unique situation where we thought about it. We, you know, Liz had the idea. It was like, oh, you know, we, we need a service dog prospect. Maybe this dog can be that. We went down there, like, pretty quickly. I was like, nope. Yeah. You know, like, not a service dog. But at the same time, he was in a situation that I didn't want to, I didn't want to see him go back into. Yeah. So I was like, eh, we're, 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 we're getting ready to get this dog. Yep. And so we, we got him anyhow. I kind of uh, fell in love with him yeah. immediately. I think I stuck with him for a year until you got him. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, which is, you know, that's part of the, that's part of the game here. Yeah. You're playing and you just, you got to do that. Sometimes it takes a long time to find the right home for, mm-hmm. for, for a dog. And, you know, hopefully when you do though, it, it all works out. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and dude, I mean, like, he's taught me so my, much. You know, favorite example. Oh, yeah. Like, I had the dog for a minute, but now it's like, what a f- like perfect match. That if you listen to other people, mm-hmm. wouldn't have been a great match. No. And, and so, uh, again, you had to kind of read it for yourself. And, dude, and like if I evaluations. if I didn't have Mattis, I have more room. I would have AK. Like I would right. take that dog. Right. For I mean, sure. <laughs> uh, again, like either neither one of them were like for everybody dog. And no. obviously Mattis turned out to be a, is a fantastic dog. He's yeah, he's dope. But he takes a lot of work. Yeah, and he, mm. he he's a fantastic dog in the right hands and yes. and so is Ike. Yes. Uh, and that's that's exactly what I mean by that. Some mm-hmm. dogs just take a long time to get into those those types of positions and and, and they, they you really want to find the right match for him. Dude, he's again, other dogs you can blanket across and you're good. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, here. I mean, I'll hand you off to exactly. anybody. You're gonna as long as you got food yeah. and water, they're down. And some are dogs are gonna take longer than that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's just finding the right situation for them, and then you know, some, the difficulty is the ability to do that. I am. <laughs> so, but it, it also makes me think too. I did have to alter my overall like life goals and ideas totally once I had them. Yeah. You're a cat person before. That. Yeah. Right. That's all I had. I had two cats. Essentially. <laughs> yes. Not I mean, my I still do. So much, but <laughs> yeah, a little here and there. I, I don't be wrong. I've always liked cats. I'm not. This isn't. I'm not trying to start that beef right now. All right. We'll get there another day. I'm like, but when I got Mattis, I was like. Well, first Cats I was stupid. Oh, no, yeah, no, dude, like it's nowhere near as fun. Like I can't, I can't yeah. get, I can't communicate them in real like, time and watch them grow. Like cats. Oh my yeah. god. But he's just one like I had to change the toilet paper roll the other way around because they unroll it. Because yeah, dude, do these... <laughs> they hate him. They'll eat all this stuff. They puke so much. Like, but he, um, I like just like my first times. He was the he's the greatest teacher I've had so far in dogs because like getting my dog to do something. Uh, it's not easy. So bullies aren't easy to train. <laughs> yeah, Come dude. On. Right? Like, I mean, once he's got it, he's got it. Like, for yeah. sure. Like, he and he Finding honestly. Oh my god, it's food. It's just it's food and ball. Like, I got the right. ball built up, but food was like it's stupid. It's it's yeah. one of the craziest food drives. <laughs> but watching him work now, I mean, like the drives that he has, I'm like, this guy would be such a handful for any other human being. Yeah. I'm like, yo, if you didn't give him his outlets, and don't get me wrong, like. 80% of the time he'd rather be sleeping but like yo when that 20% is on it is on alright and you better do something with it yeah. or he will just drive you crazy yeah yeah. I was gonna like it was just, uh, dude he like just a, barks that, at me and that, stuff that's like a working line German yeah right? dude he's my working line pit bull yeah, <laughs> this little flip around foos and stuff he's staring up at me but it's hard cause his head's like a third of his body weight so, <laughs> so he's just like what are we doing I'm following you I'm like yeah you are good job buddy and then you know throw his ball go gets it and He's stoked, but he didn't even want to do any of that stuff at first. Did I ever tell you about the when we tested him for bite work? The story with Stetson. I mean, I did some bite work with him the day I got him, and then a couple a little bit afterwards. But, but it wasn't uh, great, right? So like, well, so after I learned like, okay, this is how you build up like drive a little bit more for mm-hmm. for chasing and, and dragging and playing and things. We did that for like two months just in our background, like I was home playing with him. I tried to make it a lot more purposeful, right? And uh, 
we come back. And I was like, hey, Stetson, after he was done with a Letson, Stetson's one of our other trainers. Does a lot we of construction work. On here. We do, though. I know. Yeah, I just realized right, right, right here. He could, I know. Here? He could have heard this. It's he would have told ridiculous. this story. This well, is a perfect one for him to be, too. He's oh, just getting more, right? more, he's going to be getting more and more active in the breeding program with yeah. us, too. Okay. This makes no sense that he's not here right now. Whoops. You have to get him on another one. RB Stetson, you'll be back anyway. But he, so Stetson's been a blessing. Like, dude, can we? years your serious censorship skills. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm going to be like, bro. New Englander. I'm trying to keep it PG. Yeah. He doesn't have the ability to not just say things. Uh-uh. Inside. I don't think it's in his like system. I think it's part of their dictionary. It's like yeah, curse words. But like that's a curse word. Normal curse words. <laughs> yeah, like, F do you mean? Yeah. 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 That's why I, maybe that's in the back of my head why I have it. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be yeah. so much work. All right, that's fine. He's sitting there on the button. Yeah. Stop. It's a good thing. I already got a censorship like thing downloaded. I'm ready to rock if Perfect. it needs be. But I had it prepped for him. It's a Stetson button. That's all it costs. Like, but um. So, so after the lesson, Stetson was like, all right, yeah, I'll test him. And I just had him on a slip lead. And I didn't really expect much because we'd done this before with me and him. And it, Mattis wasn't that big a deal. He wasn't trying to super get it or anything. He's mostly just wanted to play with Stetson. Right. Excuse me, because Stetson's probably his third favorite human being. I'm giving my wife number two now, but she just maybe barely took that. <laughs> so just now. All right. But so he's so he busts out the rag and Mattis goes ape. Like he is just trying to get it. I'm so stoked. I'm holding him back. Right. And I'm like, wow, buddy, you're doing so good. You're doing so good. And it was kind of hot that day. And the next thing I know, he's digging in the ground, digging the ground. And then he starts to slowly fall on his side as he uh, passes yeah, yeah. out because he's choking himself out trying uh, to get the yeah, rag. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, I was like, oh my God. No, no, no. And I wake up and he wakes up. He looks at me all stoked. Like, yeah. When I do it, I was like, you super did it, buddy. Like, yeah, you choked yourself out. I'm like, I can't believe you wanted it that bad. I didn't expect that. Nobody did. But it was just like, it, it, again, just a noting to like drives and what our goals and everything in my life had had to change because I have this thing now. I'm yeah. um, like, it's a part of it. But it's like, it was, he was a lot of what I wanted anyway when I was looking for a dog. I'm like, I want one a little bit older. I don't have to deal with like potty training and stuff. I just want to start training the dog. Right. Um, I mean, honestly, I wish I got him a little bit earlier. Sure. I would have caught some Especially stuff. now you do. Yeah. You know, now you're like, dang, why didn't I lose your puppy? He'd be a, oh my God, he'd be so smooth. He'd be like, Grog, man. That's a dog <laughs> like name, Grog. right? Yeah. Grog. Yeah, dude. The dog that I like, I Where's fell in love with dog? immediately and yeah. I forgot to like film for like an yeah, hour. I told you, I was like, oh, you're going to see a dog you're going to die for. I'm like, no, I'm not. And I'm like, <gasps> Grog. <laughs> oh my God. He looks, he looks like grog. he should. Like, he looks like a Grog. Like, yeah. that's one of the first and foremost best parts. Yeah, he totally is. We get like a war banner, like I said, dude. He should always be rocking war banners, and he should have it sideways. He, I mean, he's he looks like he belongs on a Viking like yeah. longship, and Amer- should come off American bulldog mixed with Malinois. Yeah, dude. Why? I don't Why know. Let's see what happens. Who? You're like, oh boy, dude. You make a grog though sometimes. <laughs> hey, I was uh, when I was 18. After my first uh, German Shepherd passed away, I went to animal shelter and and uh, pulled out of the county shelters and pulled these two dogs, and one of them was a St. Bernard Bull Mastiff mix. Oh, yeah. And I look at, and this was not a calm St. Bernard lazy thing. It, it definitely had like the, or a Bull Mastiff for that matter. It was just, it was nuts. His name was Ty. And Ty, was, yes, yes. Yeah. He was a very go dog. And uh, I think somebody just put the, the two together and were like, let's see what happens. You know? Yeah. The good old. Uh, yeah. Let's know. see what happens. I don't even understand how they got together. But uh, no. yeah, he was a fun dog. Yeah, man. Yeah, he's, he's the one that got you the, the he was the peer right got you the p yeah the xbox the p on a tree got yeah yeah xbox yeah <laughs> the radio station had a contest where they had a like whole but it was a christmas tree lot they had set up at the mall and they had presents under there and so you like uh paid your way to get in and then you would get the tree and the present of the tree and i knew they were giving away an xbox there so i got there super early got up in line and then they just basically cut you loose and there's like people out there that watch everything happening so ty can like 
would pee on any like I couldn't get out of my driveway without him peeing seven eight times. <laughs> he didn't have a permanent bladder infection either. He just, just did loved to mark everything. Mm-hmm. So I like drug him through all the way to the back till I found this Xbox tree and just literally just held him there for about a half a second <laughs> so, until yep. he was like, yeah, finally a tree to pee on. He peed all over it and I won that Xbox. And I was like, yeah. And then we peed on every freaking tree <laughs> all the way back. All the way back. He, everyone. The guy was like, you can't win more. And I'm like, he's. Till I'm, I'm not doing. I'm not trying like, to do he's anything. Just, he's just doing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, he peed on everything. Like yeah, bless his soul. Yeah, no joke. Everything. So I had a smelly I like Xbox story. for a while. Yeah, no, really, I had a smelly was, Xbox. Yeah, well, yeah, it yeah. wasn't that. They just literally had like this little. It was like a fake present in there and said like Xbox. Mm-hmm. That went, makes more you sense. You went to the front, got the Xbox. You didn't have a peed on Xbox. Good. But yeah, the rest of it. Yeah, they had a little everything marked for it. But. I'm a little disappointed though. They should have just kept it hardcore like that. Like no, no, yeah, no, you got it now. Take your yeah. pee box home. <laughs> like thanks, man. Yeah, that's great. Oh, it begins. It begins. Anyway. Yeah, man. Good time to wrap up. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think it's only overall. Let Sam lead the screech rewards. We're and, everywhere. Yeah. Um. So in summary, again for today, I think the biggest, the most important takeaways is the idea of your own personal goals and really, really being very realistic about you, your life and what you honestly want out of your, you know, dog partner here. Uh, cause that's how you're going to big, big determinant for just about everything you could want and how to work with them and what you're going to be doing. And remembering that like, if you're going to be going down the road of a really intense dog and you really want that life, that's a lot of discipline. If you're looking for a family dog or you're looking for like a service dog, again, those are very specific things, and you're going to have to test, and you want to keep coming back and double-checking on them and so you can get a, the best picture possible before taking them home. And then just being prepared to work, like, no matter what. I mean, across the board, every dog benefits from training. I'm like, just know if you're uh, training required versus, like, training encouraged, you know, and and keeping that up as you try to fill your home with a little bit more, but, like, furry love and joy, man. It's a pretty good one, right? Like yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah, good. Alrighty. Yeah. thanks guys for joining us as always you can check out all of our social medias which is tailor made working dogs across the board you like that succinct is that better that works is that good it's a lot easier than saying every single time but is it as fun I don't huh? know try them both I don't want to now it's, I'm too self conscious now you got in my brain bro it's in my brain <laughs> going to sleep waking up being like don't repeat it all oh, oh god alrighty guys again thank you for joining us as always hope you enjoy and catch you next time. And don't forget, if you got more ideas and topics you want us to go over, please let us know. We'll keep hitting them, like just like this guy. All right. All right, guys. Have a good one.